That's right, you fans. That's where we're going to start. The greatest of all time. That's Zach Moss. The all, GOAT, baby. The all-time leading rusher in Utah history. I am Gary Axsmith with James Russin, Bryn Whitchurch. Indeed, that's my, that's my assessment. <laughs> Zach Moss is the GOAT. What do you think? I mean, what else is there to say? He is. I mean, if you think about some of the people that have come through this program, we can get into it, but it's a huge accomplishment. I'm really happy for the guy. He's such a class act guy, such an ambassador for the team. Uh, it's it's awesome. Well, and he's just going to keep going and yeah. put that record so far out of reach from anybody else that he could keep that for Possibly. forever. I mean, we you never know, but... Six, seven, eight more games potentially, depending. I yeah. mean, yeah, he's... He's going to put that baby so far out. Was, really happy for it. It was, was cool. Amazing. It was. 3,264 yards is what he has gained from, from 2016 to 2019. Like you say, he's got games to go. He just beat out Eddie Johnson. Yeah, look, the list. Mm -hmm. Now, Utah's had some fantastic running backs. Mm -hmm. Guys that went to the NFL. Zach's at the top of the list. Uh -huh. Uh, Johnson, Lindsey, Booker. Booker. Fumatu Mahafala. <laughs> that dude. He was a tank. Del Rogers. You guys probably don't remember Del. No. Juan Johnson. John White. John White. Wolfman. Freddie, or rather, Eddie Lewis. Mike Anderson. Carl Monroe. Um... Eddie Wide, on and on and on. Some great running backs, but Zach Moss is at the top of the list. It's going to keep going. Congratulations. The GOAT. Greatest of all time. I do believe it myself. Yeah. It's been, it's been really, really fun to, to watch. Remember when he came here as a freshman, he looked like a grown man when he, when he came. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, all, all three of those guys, when, when Moss, Simpkins, and, uh, and Huntley came, but he walked onto campus, and it was like, man, that guy's a, he's a big boy. Some growing pains, but, man, but fun to watch. He's so, he's so humble. I mean, mm -hmm. he, and he's all about the team. I think he, he would have done whatever needed to be done to win on Saturday. It didn't matter. I mean, it mattered a little to him, but I think he, if they had said, you know what, it's better if you sit and we let someone else play, I think he would have done it instead of trying to oh, 100%. make the record. He's such a team guy. But I'm so happy that it happened when his mom was there mm -hmm. and she got to see it all. And you just saw the joy from his teammates after he did that on the sideline. So you know how respected he is and just how that team just, they all fawned over him and just couldn't get enough of him. It was awesome. Well, and the amount of players that came out on Twitter after the game from the last four or five seasons that have played with yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, just the outpouring of all these guys that I remember watching play for the last couple of years all came out and congratulate him. Well, even the, I mean, Eric Weddle was tweeting yeah. at it. I mean, and Eddie Johnson, I think, even said something whole, to him. He had so a whole video. It's all these guys who have played for Utah forever ago oh. even were congratulating him. So it's awesome. I hope he, he relishes in it, and he should. It was cool. His mom was there, like you mentioned. Yeah. They interviewed her on the Pac-12 Network, and she was, you know, she said, we we kind of been going back and forth and debating on what game to, you know, because he still lives in Florida what game to come out and you know this seemed like a, a good one and she was getting nervous and then he goes out with an injury and they showed her and it just but really cool and and to top it off with a touchdown run 
Right. I mean, it wasn't well, just like a one yard. Oh, and that's the record. It was busted out, put the nail in the coffin, score a touchdown, and get the record all at the same time. Yeah, it wasn't just a touchdown. It was the the decider of the game it right there. Awesome. It just so, turned everything. So that was cool. great. Very cool. <laughs> very fitting. Yeah, enjoy it, Ute fans. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. He's a talent. He's going into the league, and uh, it's fun. He's He's got the moves. There's something about it. Uh, but that didn't come easy on Saturday. No. Uh, I mean, there was a balanced carry between him and the other running backs. I think he only had 21 carries, if I recall, something like that. So it was it was a battle. ASU has a good D. They have a really good running defense, they, uh, too. Yeah. They stack in the box and so forth. But that's what happens with good running backs. Over time, you just you keep running it, you run it, and sure enough, critical moment, boom, 30-yarder, yeah. 32 yards or something like that, touchdown. It's great. Congrats, Zach Moss. Okay, let's talk about the game. Uh, 21-3. Hey, it was domination. Now, we've, we've used that word a, a lot this a, year. A lot of times this year, domination. Oregon State was a slaughter fest. But this was just a hard-nosed, beat-down domination. Well, it was, I, I will say, this was the most dominant, to use the same word, most dominant defensive performance that I've maybe ever seen out of a Utah team. I mean, the def- just the defense alone, it was scary. They could, ASU couldn't get anything going. I mean, even when Utah kept shooting ourselves in the foot with fumbles and fumble and just all these dumb things, the defense just, all right, here we go. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, let, let's just absorb the stats, some of the stats here. They're fun. Okay. It's, it's, quite, <laughs> it's quite unbelievable. So, it it, it yeah, is. It is. Um, total yards, Utah had 342. Mm. ASU... <laughs> 136 total yards. So let's break it down, though. They had, I mean, it's it's almost funny. It's uh, unbelievable. 25 yards passing. Total. 25, 25 yards passing. He went four of the 18. Ball. In and the game. In the, in the entire game, <laughs> they had 111 yards total rushing. Let that sink in. ASU's not garbage. No. They're not crap. But what you said, our defense kicked the crap out of them. They did. That, that was a beatdown. I mean, it was like the, the ball was snapped, and the D-line was on him. And then, even beyond that, the, the secondary was just locked down. So even if he had a second, the, the secondary was flying around. I mean, you could, Johnson just locked down. I can't remember the dude's name. Ayuk. Ayuk. He had one catch for seven yards. And the guy's an NFL caliber receiver, quote unquote. He's a big guy too. And he's a big dude. Um, Blackman played great. Nurse played great. Burgess was all over the place. Bradley and I. Oh yeah. Then you go to the D line. <laughs> the D line. I mean, it was a total defense. It was. It, it was. It, it, it was impressive. And can I say, Lecky Fotu did do what I asked him to do, and he landed on Daniels. At least a couple times. So I don't know how that scrawny dude got so up. So thank you very much, Fotu, for doing that. Yeah, I mean it just was incredible, incredible. Twenty first downs for the Utes, eight for ASU. Oh my gosh! Thirty five minutes to just under 
25 minutes of, of possession. Look, it was it's a slaughter fest, too. It was, but as I was watching it, you know, we're getting into the third quarter and mm-hmm. into the fourth quarter, and mm-hmm. they would show the yardage on the screen, and the gap was so huge, and I just kept thinking, oh, this can't be like USC where the gap was so huge, and yet we somehow right. Statistically, lost, we, but... We won. Right. But the game, USC. and I had that feel. I was nervous too because for a while there, it was you know seven to three or fourteen to three, and it had that feel of if one weird thing happens or they get a a break or someone slips, all of a sudden they're right back in it. Right. So it made me nervous, and then you know we of course were our own worst enemy on Saturday with oh our turnovers. Gosh. I don't know what was going on there. I don't know four four turnovers. Um, yeah, Huntley's first pick of the year. That was rough. Unfortunate. Bad read. So that that gave him that field position. But we uh, Moss fumbled when we were in in their territory uh-huh. first drive. And then was it who, who fumbled the other one? Uh, Sim- Simpkins. Simpkins fumbled. So there's those two fumbles. The pass interference that gave great field position to ASU. Um, really, the then we get, so we lost by two in the, is the turnover battle yeah. four to two. But I don't right. look at the hail mary pick off. I mean, I'm glad he picked it off. Mm-hmm. But that's not that was the end of the half. It's not the same as during the game and no. changes. So to me, it was we had four turnovers to one to one, and we and we were able to overcome it because we just dominated. That's what's crazy is like you just said we fumbled and gave them crazy good field position yeah. a couple times and they never got three in the end points zone. out of those two. Never got in the end zone. They didn't, they went backwards. They didn't even get close <laughs> to the end zone. Yeah, it's crazy. They went backwards. But the other thing is uh, forgotten in the first quarter. I think it was Johnson went through his hands. That was a pick six. No, it was it was Devin uh, Lloyd. Okay, we had no, a, no, no. Before that, yeah, we oh, had a oh the, the, their first drive. Uh-huh. Before that, it yep. went right through. I think it was Johnson's hands. It was tough, but that that could have been. If he catches that's a pick six, and then Lloyd jumped the route or the route perfectly. Perfectly. I don't know how he dropped it. That's another pick six. Mm-hmm. So you compare those. Two fumbles, which we were then in, what, on the 30-yard line or something? Yeah, the Moss was like the 30, and then the Simpkins was on like the 20. Okay, so both of those, yeah. two pick sixes we didn't get. That's what really kept ASU in the game. And then the injuries mm-hmm. were a factor, mm-hmm. uh, were ab- absolutely a factor. Now, um, well, let's talk Huntley. Um First of all, he was playing good. He was playing really well. Uh, what we do know, might as well talk about his injury. It's not season-ending. That's all we know, unless we've heard anything else from anybody. But that's what there's been rumors of things, um, sprained MCL, but but there's been no it's confirmed all anything. Rumors. It's all so rumors. It's all rumors. But he's not point. done for the season. That's a uh-huh. great thing. So we don't know. We don't know if he's going to be ready to play this week or not. Uh He'll he'll play if he's healthy enough to play. <laughs> well, we saw that on Saturday. Can I you, mean, he he. The guy's a competitor. I love him. Yeah, man. both you, him and Moss on the same drive. Yeah, go you. out, and both of them came back in, and they were they were not gonna lose this game. No, and everyone could see. You know, when Huntley came back after halftime, was it right? He couldn't move. No, as, he didn't he look just, right. But you, that you can see it in him, that competitive spirit. Like, he wanted to be out there so badly. Mm-hmm. But it just got to the point where it was actually doing more harm, I think, to have him out there. But I think that's why he got intercepted. I don't think he could push off properly. Yeah. 
And a couple of those balls were, were, were flying on him. I think his injury. And he couldn't move around as, you know, you could just see it. He, he was limping. Well, his mobility was, is a huge factor. Right. And so to not be able to move. But that drive, just real quick, Huntley gets hurt. Not a cheap shot by any means. Just a, a play. Gets hurt. Lisk comes in. A um, couple plays later, Lisk makes a play to Moss, goes down, gets absolutely torpedoed and destroyed, and we'll talk about that. Um, cheap shot, personal foul. So now he's out of the game. A mm-hmm. couple plays later, now it's fourth and nine. Huntley comes back into the game on fourth and nine, completes the ball. A couple plays later, Moss then comes back onto the field. Two plays later, he's in the end zone. I mean, that's just, you want to talk about leadership, mm-hmm. determination, and just pure will to win. Those two dudes loved it. 100%. It was awesome. Uh, and with all that, even with his, pat, his, his interception, all the issues and the difficulty he was having at the end of the game before he had to go out, QBR, we talk about it every week, still Huntley is fifth in the nation. Still. Uh, is QBR. So you've got uh, Tua, Alabama, Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma, Justin Fields. Um, that's Oklahoma State, I think, isn't he? Who? Hurts? Justin Fields. Anyway, Joe Burrow, LSU, mm-hmm. and Tyler Huntley. Wow. It's fantastic. One pick the whole, the whole season, and it was yeah. due, I, I know it was due to his injury. He just was immobile and just wasn't, and it was, the throws were getting away from him, but he's still right there. He's having a great season. I'm just glad he's not done. Yeah, when he went down and grabbed his leg, I'm not going to lie to you. My heart sank. Oh, this one. This, yeah, absolutely. And it was just kind of that, seriously, again, against ASU. Mm-hmm. It was almost it was almost exactly like last year. Mm-hmm. Escapes a sack, scrambles, gets hit, and gets hurt. But fortunately... Fortunately, it's not season-ending. Beyond that, don't really know. So, Here's what I do like, because ASU, I have some animosity toward these guys. There's no question, just the history with them. Screw them. But Utah snapped Arizona State's streak of 125 consecutive games of, of scoring at least 10 points. 125 <laughs> games, they've scored at least 10 points. Boom, gone. That feels great. That feels good. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Then there's another stat on the top of that. Which one you're talking about? That they... Herm Edwards has never lost a game at, when receiving the kickoff. Really? Yeah, no, that's right. Whittingham said that in the post-game press conference. Arizona's or Herm Edwards has never lost a game when receiving the first half kickoff. And they, that's they so that weird. Isn't that a weird stat? That's so Who comes weird. up with that garbage? I don't. That's Some the nut thing. job. Who in the freak is like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to track this. Who got the kick? Oh, okay, Herm Edwards. I would never okay, think guys, to look at that. Some, Statistics, graduate student. <laughs> well, I'm glad we broke it then. Yeah, it's just a weird stat, it's but so weird. Yeah, kind of fun. Bradley and I, three sacks. He made himself some money on uh, Saturday. Amazing. Let's just say that. Devin Lloyd, eight tackles, a pass breakup. Should have been a pick six. Pick six again. <laughs> Fourth game, and this guy's still learning. The honestly, he's still learning. Oh, he yeah. Fourth game, he has led or tied the team in tackles. Fantastic. Yep. Uh, great day. So, um, so what, let me, I don't know if you're going to bring this up, but what were your thoughts on Lisk and Shelly? Yeah, let's, let's, okay. Good. That's a good question. You I was know. thinking about that. <laughs> uh, 
that's a tough position to bring these guys into. It's so tough. I think we underestimate how hard it would be, A, to see your teammate go out and someone like Huntley, who's Mr. Leadership, B, to come in on that situation and then you're dealing with a downpour. Yeah. I mean, I get they didn't perform maybe how we would all want them to, but that is so tough. I agree t- completely. It still worried me. It still yeah. worries me a oh, little I'm bit. Oh, I'm very worried. Yeah. I got to say. But I'm just trying to look at what you just said, this, the situation and where they were actually when they got the ball. You know who's the best player on the field for ASU was? The freaking punter. <laughs> I am yes. not kidding you, man. He had some good watch, re- watch that game again. Those punts. <gasps> that they, guy, he, they like disappeared he saved the their sky. butts a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And so when Lisk and Shelly got in the game, they had terrible field position. Yes. You come in cold. I, I get it, but they looked. It looked didn't look good. I'm very worried about it, and I'm worried because they have been very open this year saying it's this, the backup quarterback position is an open competition. Mm-hmm. That's been very open. And, and that every week it's different. Every week it's an open competition, and obviously Lisk has won it a couple of times. He has shown he has shown me nothing, and I understand he's the backup quarterback. Everything you just said, coming in cold, all that stuff, but he hasn't shown me I've heard he's a he, you know he's a student of the game and he's very accurate and he makes good decisions. I haven't seen it. Now, well, we haven't seen and we of course we haven't been seen in a, it. He's been in a couple games. He yeah, went one well. for three or one for four, something like that. I don't know. I it he, makes me nervous if Huntley yeah. can't go. Hopefully, with a week of preparation, and look, Cal, we're going to get into Cal. They got a good defense. Don't get me wrong; they got a very good defense. So that does make me nervous. Well, he looked like. A deer in headlights. Yeah, he was. They, what are you going to do? You're on the like, <laughs> 10, 10 yard line. Yeah. And the game was in the. And balance they know he's still. a freaking rookie. Yeah. I know. And they so brought I everybody. Be, I'd be terrified I, too. So I'm trying to defend the guy, but having said that, when I'm watching the game, I'm just going, "These guys aren't. We can't even move the ball." Yeah. It was, so it, it scares hard. me on the one hand, but I'm with James that okay settled in one of these guys is going to be the starter if if Huntley can't go he's going to get the reps Mm -hmm. they're going to prep the game for his talent the whole game plan will work around a guy Mm -hmm. not be thrown into the the beat into the right it was battle it was it'd be tough but it wasn't it wasn't a pretty sight no it was not wasn't a no, it wasn't fun to watch him trot onto the field and go oh but I gotta say it was (laughs) sweet I mean the whole game we're going come on let's get a Let's get a turnover. Let's get a turnover. Let's get a turnover. And sure enough, we get that one key turnover. Huh? Uh, next play, touchdown. Record. Game over. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to know that, that, and it's always a scary thing, but with, with Lisk and with Shelly, at that point, I think Witt was just going, look, our defense is, is, mm-hmm. is controlling this game. We're not going to, after we already have, with Huntley, through an interception, the fumble of the ball. No more turnovers. We're not going to be risky. We're going to do what we're going to do, but we're going to rely on this defense who is smothering. <laughs> They've got ASU. They got eight yards off. Yeah, they had game nothing. I think that was part of it. Well, and he so much has said that in his press conference that the second time that Huntley came out, they brought in Shelley. Shelley finished the game because he said Shelley's a better runner, yeah, and we were going to run the ball. Yeah, we're not going to throw. We're going to put the, the ball deep, in the air. And then the dude fumbled. Yep. We got the break that we needed that shifted the field and handoff and and there yep. you go. There you go. And it's over. Let's uh we're going to what we're going to do is we're going to present the Dick Award 
early. We usually we we usually give the dick award at the end, but we know you all wait to the end of the show <laughs> to get to this. But this is where the dick award needs to be. But James this is fitting. And everyone present knows. the dick. Everyone knows. Present the, the dick. dick. This this is Dicks. the dick award of all dick awards. It's just ASU football team. Freak. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? Bunch of pricks out there. I didn't realize this going into it. I guess I didn't pay that much attention before, but I did not realize there were such a bunch of D-bags. Bunch of freaking douche nozzles. Okay, here Continue. we go. <laughs> There's three king dicks on this. A king dick. Number. I'm going to call him out by name, too. Number four, Evan Fields. He's you, kind of the top of the dick. You're the, you're the king of the king dicks. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say something, but I, I didn't. I shouldn't. So, those who don't know, he's the one that took the freaking spearing penalty against and tr- targeting. Freaking targeting. Look, and the thing is, he knew it. He knew it. Oh, he's he, walking off the field before they even reviewed oh, yeah. it. He goes in nothing but head, makes complete contact with Moss's head, and then he's throwing a hissy fit when they kick him out of the game. Shut up, get off the yeah, field. Yeah, but he was walking off. He knew he was done. It oh, was a cheap knew. shot. It was a cheap shot. And he, so that, can I say... He should be gone for the entire season the, off of that call yes. or off of that play. If you want to protect, if your whole thing is targeting is protect the players, then kick then him he's out. He's gone for a couple of games, the entire season, because that was so blatant. Screw that guy. Straight into Moss's head, full body. I mean, you all saw it. We've talked about this before. There needs to be levels of targeting. Uh-huh. He should be gone for at least a few games, Four if games. not the whole season. That's my opinion. Yep. Dick. Dick. <laughs> Lee Dick, okay. Okay, uh, number 16, I can't say your first name, but uh, Croswell. This is this is the loser that got into our player's face and then flopped like he had been shot by a sniper <laughs> on the 27th <laughs> row. Did you see someone on Twitter did yeah, that? Yeah, I know, that was freaking <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, he was talking trash. And he was from talking the whole game. The whole game, before the game, blah, and then you act like a, a pansy. And, and then you get in someone's face fake. and you flop. Are you kidding me? Okay, that's he's he's it. That's he. That's a real dick. quick. That's why fighting is still allowed in hockey. Because if you do that in hockey, <laughs> the next shift you're getting punched in the you face. You deserve it, and you deserve it. And then final dick, um, Curse Thomas, number twenty. He's the dick that on the kickoff went and blew up Solomon Enos on a completely cheap, illegal play, where it was the ball was kicked and he took a beeline full sprint. To do nothing but hurt Solomon Enos. It's so dangerous. I don't know if that was coached, if that was a guy doing a it's one-off not thing. I don't, I'm but not. that is ridiculous, and that guy should be suspended too. It, absolutely. There is uh, to just go out and go. That's that's their best receiver. I'm gonna just go. But that never blow up. that never even got called. I think they Did called it? it. They called it. Well, yeah, it was one of them. That one got called. That one got called. Mm-hmm. But he I didn't get called. out of the game. It was a personal foul, uh, unnecessary yeah. roughness, yards. fifteen yards, and that's it. But see, something like that. Sh- should be labeled targeting because, as you saw, he didn't even go for the play. He no. went straight for Enos. That Blew was his up. full. Lucky I, Enos didn't get I blown know. up. For, I, fortunately, yeah. Enos did come back later on in the game, but he missed some time because of it. So there's your three king dicks <laughs> along with the rest of the freaking ASU team. I hate these guys. I do. I mean, I remember when we, I think it was the first year we were in the uh, in the Pac-12. ASU came to Rice-Eccles. We lost. But I remember Perfect. He was on that team, and they they won the game, and they were all jumping all over the U at uh, midfield, mocking everything. Scumbags. So since that day, yeah. So PK, I know you're listening. Yeah, ASU oh, prick. True. He is a he, okay. He's an ASU prick. <laughs> Can we add him to the dick list? Yeah, add PK to the dick list. All right. He's on the dick. Okay. Um, Herm Edwards 
apologized you after know, the game. So let's this is this God. is this is the ASU presser after the game. Um and this is what Herm had to say. And then we'll make some, you know, what we think about it. First of all, I'll, I'll tell you what I told Coach. Concluding um, him, I, I told him I'm embarrassed uh, with our football team uh, when it came to the fouls. Uh, we, we, were out of, we lost our composure. And, um, you know, I, 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 I don't believe in doing that kind of stuff. I just, it bars the football game. And I've never been involved in a game where a team had 12 fouls. It was just, for some reason, we just lost our composure. And, and, and I don't know if I can figure that out why. I don't know, but um, that's not the way we play, uh, and I apologize to him for that. With that being said, I, I think you got to give these guys a lot of credit. Uh, they put a lot of pressure on our quarterback. Uh, they found ways to get to him. He was under duress most of the day. Uh, Eno ran at times pretty well. Defensively, we kind of held in there for a while. Okay, that was so. I did. If you you know you watch the game on TV, so I saw the replay. But he did go up to Wit, and you could tell he mm-hmm. was he was saying stuff. So he apologized. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the press conference. I know on Facebook, Avery is it Abel uh, Abelhausen? Abelhausen. <laughs> Love you, Avery. Okay, uh, <laughs> best Dick of the week goes to Herm Edwards. Is what she said. His apology was <laughs> BS, and there's no way that that behavior of the players was not coached. I'll just give you my view. Uh, I, I disagree with it completely with what, what she says. I, I I respect Herm Edwards. I think Herm Edwards is a class coach. I don't believe for a second that he coached any of that. Maybe not him specifically, but I think some of that came from maybe position coaches or that sort of a thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't think... Uh, anyway, I listened to it. I watched it, in fact. I watched it uh, on YouTube his press conference and just watching him. Uh, I take it. I take his word. I, I believe him. I don't believe that he coaches that way or he coached that way. Uh, it got out of control. The players for sure got out of control. I don't have any idea about anybody else, but uh, I respect that. So personally, I don't include Herm in the Dick award. Those yeah. players were dicks. Yeah. So go for it. Well, I, I agree. I don't feel like it came from him necessarily, but if you're that embarrassed, which you should be, of your players acting that way, there should be some punishment to that players. If you really, this is how I feel, if you really feel like they were going out and being dirty and cheap as they were, if you're that head coach and you're embarrassed by it, shouldn't you be then taking that, like coaching that out of the players and punishing them in some way? Maybe he will. Maybe he will. I don't know. I feel like a player like that should sit. Like I said, he should be out for the whole season. But I... Utah football released a one of their kind of post game hype videos today on Instagram, and there's a shot of Coach Shaw. I don't know what player he's talking to, but he says, "Yeah, I saw that." He says, "Wrap him up and do not retaliate." To me, that is a good coach and major leadership, mm-hmm. and that's the difference between our coaching staff and whatever the hell was going on on the ASU sideline. Yeah. Our coach is sitting there saying, "Do not retaliate." So. Whether or not it came from Herm, whatever, but he's the head coach, so it, it is on him. That's how I feel. Yeah, I like Herm. I always have liked Herm, even when he was on the Jets and, and he was doing the NFL stuff on ESPN. I, I, I like him. I respect him. But I think comes – I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing, though, that he would coach anybody to act like that. He yeah. doesn't. And so I'm with you, Gary. I think that 
He never went and said, hey, 20, go blow up Solomon Enos. He, did, he didn't say that. Was it, was it a guy going rogue? I don't know. Um, I like Herm, but, but I don't know if, I heard this story today. So to your point, there should be punishment involved in these sorts of things. Internal punishment. Did you guys see the Clemson um, Louisville game? Did you I see watched that? a guy. So, so there was a guy um, was on a punt. One of the Clemson guys got tangled up. They're scrumming on the ground like they do sometimes. The Clemson guy th- threw a freaking punch. Yeah, well, he, he was at a <laughs> he full lost punch. His mind. Lost his control. Throws a punch at the guy's head. First of all, he was ejected. Hey, dumbass. The guy's wearing a helmet. <laughs> right. What are you? What are you doing? That's not gonna okay. do anything. Yeah. So he's ejected. Well, did you hear what Dabo Sweeney made the guy do? So it's about a 450 mile journey back from Louisville to Clemson. So the team flew. The coach made him ride on the equipment bus. Back. See, that's where respect to me comes in. Yeah. I feel like I would respect Herm a lot more. And may, like you said, maybe How do we, he, know? we don't know. I'll call Herm and find out. We're call her Herm. But I feel like your apolo- I feel like your apology is BS unless you do something about it to your players. Whatever. But that's how I feel. So we'll move on. But those are the dicks. And hey, Rick Dunbar on, on Utah Football Fan says that Evan Fields, who by the way is the number four we talked about, is most definitely the uh, asshole of the game. <laughs> I'll go with you on that one, Rick. He's go. the dick and the asshole. <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to Avery also. Oh, Avery. For getting caught on national television saying the F word. Throwing so, some Fs out? Good job, Avery. I'm I so, saw that so, live. so proud That's of you. So great. <laughs> oh. She gets fired up that way. I know. Her Twitter. If you're not following Avery on Twitter, do it. <laughs> follow Utah football fans on Twitter and then immediately go follow Avery because she is active. It's funny, man. Out of control. Okay. um, (laughs) It was a rain game. Uh, Uh, It rained the entire time. Just uh, off and on harder harder at times, but it it rained the entire time. I can finally feel my toes again. And I guess what I'm... are people really as dumb as they appear to be at these games? When yes, so there's no way unless you're a complete stupid idiot in today's world, willfully ignorant and dumb that you don't know it's going to rain. Yes, everyone has a smartphone, and you can certainly read or watch the news, and the old timers can read the paper. It was going to rain. <laughs> now, so in front of us, two rows is a. This guy should have got the Dick Award. <laughs> So he's there with just like a long sleeve shirt on and uh-huh. his Levi's. Uh-huh. By the first quarter, <laughs> by the first quarter, the dude was a looked like a wet rat. Yeah, and he left. Well, yeah. And then the two guys in front of me. Yes. <laughs> they should have get the Dick Award too. They had just like sweatshirts on, and Levi's. Was it, was it the giraffe kid? Tall dude, tall giraffe kid. That's what I call him. He's yeah, a, that's him. He's like nine feet tall, and he's sitting and and. He, it's it's raining and they're just getting saturated, saturated, and they would not sit down because the benches, benches were oh. sopping wet. Were wet. And the one dude that was with him, I could watch him. He's looking at his bench. I'm going, yeah, it's not going to dry off, buddy. I guarantee <laughs> you, it's never going to dry off. And they would never sit down. But oh, just the rains, hard, softer, hard, and they were just getting drenched. I'm watching them. And yeah, by the by the fourth quarter, they were gone. And I look around and I'm just, so here's where here's where I'm at. Ute fans, how about getting some rain gear? It's an investment worth Be making. Smart. Don't get 
I'm just giving you some. I'm giving you some advice here. I'm giving you advice. This is some free advice. You can send me some money if you'd like. Some free advice. <laughs> Waterproof gear, jacket, and pants, mm-hmm. and boots. It's worth mm-hmm. the investment. Not water resistant. Because no. if you had water resistant Didn't, on Saturday, no. by the third quarter, it's so you, true. you you have diaper rash by the third qu- by the so third quarter because you are saturated. And I'm and I would just say go over to Carhartt. Everyone's wearing Carhartt beanies nowadays. That's kind of in. Go to Carhartt. They got the best gear. I'm looking for another sponsorship here. <laughs> oh, Carhartt. Come on, man. Pants right now, okay. guys. Sweet pants. But go get Sweet. yourself some Carhartt waterproof pants and a jacket. It's an investment for the future. You can go. You can go logging in it. You logging. can mow the lawn in them, and you can go to football games in it. It's worth it. Just, seriously, it. You buy it once too. I had the one same, time. One time. You have it for 20 years. Oh, yeah. It's great. It it was relentless. It started at like 2.30. I loved it. Because we were tailgating. The thing with Wazoo when it was rainy, it would have like periods of where yeah. it would stop. It started at 2.30 and did not end till. Oh, well after the game. I don't even know because we It was left. still rain when we left. And then it started hailing when we were leaving. It held all over us. I mean. <laughs> it Good was, hail. It was relentless and it was. People, you looked like you'd. I'm the dumbest people. Just jumped in the swimming pool and were so drenched. But you want to look so cute. A piece of plastic as a poncho. Yeah, the poncho does not work. It doesn't people. work. If you want to have like a half hour of mist, fine. Get yourself a, a plastic poncho. Yeah, if you're going on like the log flume at Lagoon, that might suffice. <laughs> no. It, well, uh, and then the people that were sucks. just, like you said, just in jeans, sweatshirts. I love, that's my favorite. A sweatshirt will absorb it. And that's about it. Oh, I absorbed it all right. But real, the, the game this week, just <laughs> so we know, so it's not supposed to rain. Yeah, not right now. As of now, but you never know. Could Keep change. an eye out. It's going to be, it'll be cold. By, you know, oh, I, it'll be freaking cold. Game's at eight. And I, the douche, uh, or the doofus. <laughs> what? <excuse laughs> cut. The doofus. He's one of these guys that had his pants that were like, they tied around your ankle. They didn't even go below his ankle, and he had yep. no socks on and oh. his tennis shoes. See, he has hypothermia. Okay, and he's I guarantee lost that dude doesn't even know he has any. He doesn't even know he has any feet. That's left. my other thing: is how do people wear sneakers to a game that's going to rain like that? I don't know. I look like I'm about to go on it's a about, freaking. It's about style. I'm, I'm about oh, to yeah. go to the Antarctic well, with my backpack, my clear backpack full of eight different things. They sell to wear. cute rain boots. Go buy yourself some hunters. You know, I do need rain boots. Go you get, actually do, man. I it's worth mine. it. I, I got waterproof shoes, but not the same. No, not no, no. The same. I was not for that game. Very disappointed with the crowd. I'm going to say that right now, and I was worth it. Very disappointed with the muss, and I know everyone has been. And the biggest game in it, it Utah was the biggest Pac-12 game history. And, and I under- little rain, big deal. The whole stadium there was just empty right. seats everywhere. Well, it was the enthusiasm. It was like I don't know what it was. Because it rains, so what? I Well, this is Fairweather fans. There's so many Fairweather fans that this is, and I think since it started at like 2.30 and the game was at 4, people went, well, screw that. I'm just going to stay home. To me, it wasn't even those who were there who weren't. I still thought there was a decent, I thought it was still a good crowd. At the beginning. Yeah, right, but people left because they were they dumb wads. But it wet. was the energy in the game that kind of frustrated me sometimes. It's like we're taking for granted. Yeah what we've got before us yep. on this football team. And it's like, we're entitled to these guys to do well. No, no, be excited. This is fun. I, oh, yeah, I this agree. is special. Seriously, seriously, people like it, it embrace this 
this is not something next year. There's no guarantees that this year's even going to finish out. But no. that was one of the most dominating performances by a defense you will ever see, ever in all of football. And it could get it could get better. Who knows? And then you've got Moss and Huntley and some of these guys, Anai and Johnson and Blackman. These guys are going pro. Let's enjoy it. Come to the freaking games. I know. And we're diehards, so we don't... I just... I don't get that mentality It was of, the enthusiasm for me. It wasn't so much the numbers. Yeah, but the crowd was... It honestly. It just wasn't full. That should have been every single seat filled and overflow in standing room. Yeah, it should have been. That, that was that kind of game, is what it should have been. And... Those are the same... I get it was fall <laughs> fall break and whatever, but like... God. And the hunt. Who cares? I didn't go on a fall break trip with my kids because it's Utah football. Football season. Let's go. Damn right. Jeez. Come on, Fairweathers. Did you watch the... Uh... <laughs> okay. Did you watch... <laughs> if you watched Wits Presser today, he brought up a very important question. Or, or he brought up the fact that he was a Gilligan's Island fan. You mean yeah. the media brought up the dumb question. So Gilligan's Island... I liked Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Have you seen Gilligan's Island? Yeah. Okay. It's a so, horrible show. So, no, man. It was it cool. Is the Professor. Oh, it's I've never The seen, Howls, Marianne, Ginger, Captain, of course, Goofy Gilligan. But here is the, here's, the, here's the question of the night, then. Is it Ginger or is it Marianne? There's a, simp- there's a, there's a right answer to this, by the way. What is it? Who do you like, <laughs> Ginger or Marianne? Right. The right answer is Marianne. Well, I know you have a wife. No, 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 no. So my wife's name is Marianne. Okay, that that's not that's not it. Okay, <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of Marianne right now on Gilligan's Island. She is the correct answer. I thought that when I was a youngster, but Ginger sure she looks hot now. I'm what are you, you talking what? about? Oh no, Ginger's hot. Let's look it up. Look at her. You got to. You fans, friend, I've never seen let us an know. Episode. You've never seen an episode never, of Gilligan's Island. No. <laughs> it's terrible. That's, that's pathetic. <laughs> Gilligan's right, Island. Ginger here. Ginger's. When you're younger. No. When no, you're no, younger, no, yeah, no, Marianne's no, the cute no, little no. girl. Da 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 da. But when you're a man, I respect. When the, you're a man, I respect the redhead ginger. I like a good redhead. When you're a man, but... no, it's that sophisticated, <laughs> dude. So there you have it. All right, let's yeah, talk. Okay, we want to. That could that might be our poll question this poll week. Poll question. So last week Moss ran away. People would rather get trucked by Moss. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. I ran a poll question. Oh, we came up with a third. Hold on. A third answer. To oh yeah. That. What was the a third, third option? question? But see, I don't know the two guys that did. <laughs> two of our defensive players just sandwiched Daniels on one of the plays in the game. So that was the third option the in your th- poll. Third option. We'll say it, we're going to say it. I'm trying to find. Would I'd, you rather be trucked? Would you rather be trucked by Zach Moss or, or pancake pan, or smashed by Lecky Fotu? <laughs> and the, it was a runaway. There's no good. There, there's no good ending to either of those. No. But if you get if you get trucked by Moss, you're getting up. you get out of the hospital in a, like <laughs> three weeks. Yeah. If you get flattened by Fotu, you're in a body cast for you're years. you're done for a year or so. And you may not ever walk again. So that was the answer. Yeah, that's the answer. Overwhelming. Yeah, it was an overwhelming. I don't know. Somebody had a comment on. I was going to call him out by name, but I'm not. I'm too lazy to, f- <laughs> to pull it up. By anyway. So yeah, that could be our. That's our poll question this week. Marianne, Marianne or Ginger? Or Ginger. Marianne or Ginger? It's Marianne. There's just it's Ginger. Look, okay, here's man, a side by side, Gary. Man, it's Ginger. Oh no, God! Are you looking at? You just can't look at their faces. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it's Bryn. What? You, well, Bryn's not a. Bryn can give us an opinion. Is Ginger, Marianne. 
Ginger and Marianne. I got it. I love a good redhead. Oh, Woo! that's what I'm talking about. So ginger. Who Absolutely. doesn't though? I mean, all right. That's the poll question. Let's talk Cal for a couple minutes. <laughs> Let's talk Cal for a couple of minutes here. No much to say. Uh, are they on their second or third string quarterback? Third. Here's all I see. Here's my analysis of coming up with them. Yes, their defense is good. We got it. It's not. They're good D. They, and they got a fantastic linebacker. I forgot his name, but. Cal lost to Oregon State. <laughs> yeah. I just can't I just can't understand that. I just don't yeah. see it. And so that shows you are they a could can be a good team, yes, but they can be garbage. You can't lose to Oregon State. Yeah. So two things. Their first string quarterbacks out for the year, we knew that. Second string quarterback monster is in concussion protocol. So we don't know if he's going to play or not. They're sec- back up. They're back, They're back up monster. He's not very good anyway, so I don't give a crap who plays quarterback for him, whether it's Monster or this other dude. Oregon State had nine sacks on Cal on Saturday. Oh, You know how many sacks Oregon State had against Utah? Zero. Zero. <laughs> so I am looking for our D-line to just have another hit. So we should be able to dominate We should be able to offense. dominate them. Right now, the line is at 19. Man. And and honestly, I, I would take the over on that. I I think Utah. That's hope. Uh, you know, there's a lot of factors. I don't know about Huntley's health, all that sort of stuff. But I just, you, we should dominate this game. They are, you know, this is their season stats. I don't know what this means necessarily. I haven't broken down every game, but they do, their opponents average points per game. Their opponent is almost 19 points a game, um, which is that's good. But they only average themselves like nineteen, like twenty points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, average per game rushing. Let's see. Do you got? Do you have that? It's a hundred and thirty. They average one hundred thirty rushing per game. They allow one hundred fifty. The opponents. Uh, as far as throwing, they average one hundred ninety three, and they allow up two hundred eight. This is some some stats. But we're down to maybe their third string QB. Uh, we're going to have Moss. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't know, we don't know about Huntley. But I'm looking at the fact that he's got taken out by Oregon State. Well, and and Cal started off four and zero. So they they started off they beat Washington at Washington. That was surprising. And then they they beat Ole Miss if you remember that early in the so they were four and zero. That's right. That's right. But then they have lost the last three. They got, lost it. Their QB got hurt. Their QB got hurt. They lost to Arizona State. They lost to Oregon. They lost to Oregon State. So they're four and three, but they've lost three in a row. Gotta be careful. Yeah, they're kind of a weird. It's a weird team. Tr- it's not team. gonna be. It, you know, it could be very much so like Arizona State, where it's close for a while and then we pull away at the end. But I expect us to win. We should win. I hope. I hope if we just come to, and I, I believe this team has the mentality. Yeah, they'll be ready to play. Oh, and I, if we play, we should win. I think even if it's Lisk or Shelly, uh, guard dog. That's a guard dog. What is Go it? Get it? Someone's coming in the bunker. Kill. <laughs> okay. Um, she just woke up, so she's rolling she along. Is. But uh, we do need we do we do need to follow up on the last week. I <laughs> I presented the. What do we want to call this? The well, it's right now. He it's needs a, a name. It's for a him. Gary Axsmith cocktail. No. If no, okay, fine. We'll come up with a name. But let me just. It's the Gary Axsmith cocktail. I said it was the heart attack. The cardiac 
The caffeine cardiac cocktail. We'll come up with that. Or the, the bottom the line. Jolt. The, 32 ounces, two-thirds, three-quarter ice. You pour in one eight-ounce can of Red Bull. If you want to have flavored, go for it, but that messes up the taste a little bit. Then you top it off with Mountain Dew. That's the X. That's my cocktail. Well, Greg Bird, one of our faithful listeners. My boy. He got a hold of us and said, all right, I'm going for it. Uh, he said, I don't want to sleep again for the next month. Okay, he was, he was going to go work out. But so what he did is he took a 44-ounce glass. Oh, boy. And a 12-ounce uh, can of, was it blueberry? Cranberry, I oh, think. Oh, cranberry. I think is what Red Bull. Did all that. And he hardly had any ice, I believe. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a fourth ice. Fourth ice. Okay, and he says, I'm, he, and he told me to man up. And I'm thinking, oh, no, red alert. I've got to get a hold of the medics. <laughs> i got to call. i got to get a hold of Arizona paramedic society and find this guy uh so okay we get a what a, a phone call or a text yeah, I, I like, got a i got a video from him here it is here's my drink i'm about to go to the gym here we go well gary neglected, he's mocking me he's mocking you a little bit but you neglected to mention your warning about three hours later on after you've taken this <laughs> No, if you, do, if you do it correctly, it's about a five-hour. And yes, you probably will hit a wall and you'll be very tired. <laughs> this is not a middle-of-the-day drink. Yes, it is. That's when no. you need it. If you're at work and you need a hit, this is it. Oh, I don't care no. when you do it. Just understand a wall is coming probably five or six hours later. The problem with Bird is he gets a hold of you three hours later. Three says, hours later and said... Uh, Tell Gary I have a headache and I want to go to sleep. <laughs> okay. It only lasted three hours. What the hell? He messed with the chemistry. <laughs> he messed with the chemistry, Bird. It's you on you, man. You screwed it up, Bird. You screwed up. You can't. This is scientific. This has been worked out for years and years <laughs> in the lab. And you, you cannot mix, mess up with the portions of each. If he would have done it correctly, he would have a wonderful experience. But he didn't. <clears throat> And he had an overdose. <laughs> he OD'd. That is, a, that is that's not, a lot of caffeine. So, look, Bert, have some guts and do it right next time. Got it? I will tell you, I, I experimented with the Gary Resson cocktail. Oh, did you? I did, actually. How was it? So, I, I changed it up just a little bit. Oh, let's see. No, no, no. no it was delicious. Let's see. So, I was driving. Had, had a long night ahead of me. So, okay, I that's, had... That's smart. Yeah. So, I took a 12-ounce can. Didn't do the, didn't do the, not 12, sorry, eight, eight okay, ounce can. eight ounce. Didn't do the full eight ounce. I probably poured about five to six ounces. That's okay. And then I topped it with Mountain Dew Code Red. Oh, well that is. Oh, baby, let me tell you. <laughs> that was delicious. And I, I'm alive, so it worked. But your bells got working though no, with that, dude, baby. it was great. <laughs> I will never be trying this. I'm one, and I think it okay. would kill me. Cut okay. it down a little bit. No. Oh, by the way, we haven't mentioned it's a blackout. This this game we're getting to that. <laughs> All but right, real quick, the blackout game, Bryn, kicks off at eight o'clock. What better time to drink your first uh, Gary Axsmith cocktail? Absolutely, you'll enjoy the whole game. You will be freaking. You won't blink. You the will. Whole game. You will get into it. The problem is, I have to teach a class in church no, the next perfect. day. You'll pass out when you so get home. It's perfect. I don't want to have the shakes while I'm teaching in church. So I don't. You hope you can go to sleep. That's what I'm saying. Some I, people do. There's sometimes it does affect. I don't think I'd be able to sleep all night. Your constitution where he may not sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to experiment if you have to get up and do something the next day. That's, that's what I'm saying. I will not be trying that on Saturday. But you fans, it's the blackout. Blackout. It's the blackout. It's not, 
you know, some people are calling it dark mode, whatever, but it's the blackout. There was some confusion this week. No, it's this week. It's the 26th. It's against Cal. It's an 8 p.m. start time. There's no excuses this time. Mm-mm. It is a night game. It is not supposed to rain. Be there on time. Doofus that walks in front of me every single game, eight minutes into the game. How about you leave your house eight minutes earlier this freaking week? <laughs> so it's that just as easy to be five minutes early as be, be, freaking 15 How late. about you see the kickoff one time in the history of your season tickets? How is that for a freaking idea? And it's Ute Proud, so we will be honoring the it's cool. Ute tribe. It's so going to be cool. It's going to be a sweet atmosphere. And come on, we... A sellout. We'll there. We need sellout. We need every seat full. We need the standing room. It's got to happen. Come on. Where's Let's our go. crowd? Let's go. These games are big. This, this is very, win very, it. very important. These next couple of games are huge. Well, everything from now on is huge. It's all huge. So let's. We, they need yeah. our support. Let's have some fun. Let's enjoy. Uh, go, okay. you. Score predictions. Go, Bryn. Um, you can, you depends know? if Huntley's in, man. <laughs> okay, it does uh, matter. It, oh, it matters. It matters a lot. I think he plays. I think he plays. I th- I believe it's going to be like. 38-17. No, if, no. If Huntley plays. They're not putting 17 up on us. Hey, you give give me your freaking <laughs> score. Your I own. said 38-17. Okay, are we giving them based on Huntley playing? Okay, this is all saying Huntley plays. Okay. I'm saying 38-17. 41-10. I like it. Say, I like that. I'm going to say 34-6. Ooh, that... Oh, Bran. I'd like it. Ooh, I like it all. Okay. <laughs> Ute fans, it's great to be a Ute, isn't it? All right. Let's go. We are going to end like we began. Congratulations, Zach Moss. The GOAT, baby. The GOAT all-time leading rusher for the University of Utah football team. Add to that. Woohoo! It's fun to watch. Yep. Let's go, Utes. we